In our first video on adjective clauses, you learned that an adjective clause is a dependent clause that modifies or describes a noun. Adjective clauses use the pronouns, known as relative pronouns, who, whom, which, that, and whose, to introduce the adjective clause. In this video, you are going to further your knowledge of adjective clauses and the types of nouns they modify. Adjective clauses are used to modify indefinite pronouns like someone, everybody, anybody, and everything. Look at the following examples. There is someone whom I want you to meet. In this sentence, the noun being described is someone. The adjective clause describing it is whom I want you to meet. In example B, we read, everything he said was pure nonsense. In this case, the adjective clause is that he said, and anybody who wants to come is welcome. Anybody is the noun being modified, and who wants to come is the adjective clause. Adjective clauses may also modify expressions, such as the one or ones and those. Paula was the only one I knew at the party. Scholarships are available for those who need financial assistance. Adjective clauses are almost never used to modify personal pronouns. Native English speakers would not write the sentence in F. I, who am a student at this school, come from a country in Asia. It is possible to say it is I who am responsible, but it is very formal and uncommon. He who laughs last, laughs best, is a well-known saying in which he is used as an indefinite pronoun, meaning anyone or any person. One of the most difficult aspects of adjective clauses is learning the punctuation. There are two main types of adjective clauses, identifying and non-identifying. Do not use commas if the adjective clause is necessary to identify the noun it modifies. Use commas if the adjective clause simply gives additional information and is not necessary to identify the noun it modifies. For example, the professor who teaches chemistry 101 is an excellent lecturer. In this sentence, the adjective clause, who teaches chemistry 101, is necessary to identify which professor is meant. Without it, I don't know which professor you are talking about. Sentence B, in contrast, identifies the professor. Professor Wilson, who teaches Chemistry 101, is an excellent lecturer. In this sentence, we use commas to separate the adjective clause from the sentence because it is not necessary to identify Professor Wilson. We already know who he is. He has a name. The adjective clause simply gives additional information. If I take out the adjective clause, the sentence is still clear. One rule that can help you determine whether or not to use a comma is the following. Always use a comma if the adjective clause modifies a proper noun. Remember that a proper noun begins with a capital letter. For example, Hawaii, which consists of eight principal islands, is a favorite vacation spot. In this sentence, Hawaii is a proper noun. We do not need the adjective clause to identify it because we have the name already. Here is another example. Mrs. Smith, who is a retired teacher, does volunteer work at the hospital. Again, 
The noun being described, Mrs. Smith, is a proper noun. We know who she is, and therefore do not need the adjective clause to identify her. It is extra information. Whenever commas are necessary, as in the previous example, the pronoun that may not be used. Only who, whom, which, whose, where, and when may be used. The pronoun that will never follow a comma. In addition, object pronouns cannot be left out of the clause. They must be included. If no commas are used, however, any possible pronoun may be used in the adjective clause and object pronouns may be omitted. See example E. The man who, that, I met, teaches chemistry. The difficult part of this concept comes when there is no proper noun used. In this case, the meaning of the sentence will determine whether or not you should use a comma. Let's compare the meaning of the following sentences. We took some children on a picnic. The children, who wanted to play soccer, ran to an open field as soon as we arrived at the park. In this sentence, the use of commas means that all of the children wanted to play soccer and all of the children ran to an open field. The adjective clause is used only to give additional information about the children. If we remove the adjective clause, the sentence is still true. All of the children ran to an open field. Compare this with the following sentences. We took some children on a picnic. The children who wanted to play soccer ran to an open field as soon as we arrived at the park. The others played a different game. In this sentence, the lack of commas means that only some of the children wanted to play soccer. The adjective clause is used to identify which children ran to the open field, the children who wanted to play soccer. Adjective clauses may also use expressions of quantity, such as some of, many of, most of, none of, several of, etc. The expressions of quantity goes before the relative pronouns whom, which, and whose. This type of adjective clause is more common in writing than speaking and always uses commas. Here are some examples. In my class, there are 20 students. Most of them are from the Far East. In my class, there are 20 students, most of whom are from Asia. In this sentence, the adjective clause describes the 20 students. Since we are talking about people, we use the pronoun whom. Here is another example. He gave several reasons. Only a few of them were valid. He gave several reasons, only a few of which were valid. Here, we change the pronoun them to which. It would be incorrect to say, he gave several reasons, only a few of them were valid. The teachers discussed Jim. One of his problems was poor study habits. The teachers discussed Jim, one of whose problems was poor study habits. This last example is formal written English and is very rarely used in speech. The pronoun which may also be used to modify a whole sentence, as in example C. Tom was late. That surprised me. Tom was late which surprised me. The pronoun that and this can refer to the idea of a whole sentence which comes before it. 
In B, the word that refers to the whole sentence, Tom was late. Similarly, an adjective clause with which may modify the idea of a whole sentence. An example C, the word which refers to the whole sentence, Tom was late. The same is true in example F. The elevator is out of order, which is too bad. In this sentence, which refers to the whole sentence, the elevator is out of order. Using which to modify a whole sentence is informal and occurs most frequently in spoken English. This structure is generally not appropriate in formal writing. Whenever it is written, however, it is preceded by a comma to reflect a pause in speech. The final part of adjective clauses that you need to know about is how and when to reduce adjective clauses into adjective phrases. First, it's important to remember that a clause is a group of related words that contains a subject and a verb, whereas a phrase is a group of related words that does not contain a subject and a verb. For example, the girl who is sitting next to me is Maria. This is a clause because it contains a subject, who, and a verb, is sitting. In contrast, the phrase would look like this. The girl sitting next to me is Maria. Sitting next to me is a phrase because it does not contain a subject and a verb. Both of these sentences have the same meaning. They simply have different forms. Here are some more examples. The boy who is playing the piano is Ben. This sentence has an adjective clause. The boy playing the piano is Ben. This one has a phrase. Before moving on, it's important to note that only adjective clauses that have a subject pronoun, who, which, or that, can be reduced to adjective phrases. For example, the boy whom I saw was Tom. In this sentence, the adjective clause describes the object, Tom. Therefore, whom is an object relative pronoun. This clause cannot be reduced. Since the subject I is required in the clause, it cannot be removed. There are two ways in which an adjective clause can be changed to an adjective phrase. If the adjective clause contains the be form of a verb, remove the pronoun and the be form, as in examples A, B, C, and D. The man who is talking to John is from Korea. This becomes, the man talking to John is from Korea. The ideas which are presented in that book are good. Becomes, the ideas presented in that book are good. Anne is the woman who is responsible for the error. Anne is the woman responsible for the error. The books that are on the shelf are mine. The books on the shelf are mine. This is the easiest type of clause to reduce because there is no change to the main verb. You simply take out the be form and the pronoun. The more difficult type of adjective clause to change is the one in which there is no be verb in the adjective clause. It is sometimes possible to omit the subject pronoun and change the verb to its ing form, as in e and f, but this is not always possible. Here are a couple of examples. English has an alphabet that consists of 26 letters. This becomes, English has an alphabet consisting of 26 letters. That has been removed and consists is changed to consisting.
Anyone who wants to come with us is welcome. This becomes, anyone wanting to come with us is welcome. Who is removed and wants becomes wanting. Be careful with this type because not all verbs can be changed in this way. If you are unsure, just leave it as an adjective clause. Finally, if the adjective clause requires commas, the adjective phrase also requires commas. For example, George Washington, who was the first president of the United States, was a wealthy colonist and a general in the army. This becomes, George Washington, the first president of the United States, was a wealthy colonist and a general in the army. Or, Paris, the capital of France, is an exciting city. I read a book by Mark Twain, a famous American author. Both of these last examples are adjective phrases. They include a comma because the clause would also include a comma. Adjective phrases in which a noun follows another noun, as in H, I, and J, are called appositives. This concludes our video about adjective clauses and phrases. Please check out our other videos for more grammar help.